And it said this, Don't let worry kill you. Let the church help. Amen. Some of you get that about 3 o'clock in the morning. Amen. Amen. Psalm 137. If you want to stand while we read, you can. If you're comfortable and you've got lumbago and your joints in good shape, just remain seated and that'll be all right. Bible said in Psalms 138 and verse 1, I will praise thee with, thy, with my whole heart. Before the gods will I give praise unto thee. I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth, for thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. In the day when I cried, thou answered me and strengthened me with strength in my soul. All the kings of the earth shall praise thee, O Lord, when they hear the words of thy mouth. Yea, they shall sing in the, in the uh, ways of the Lord, for great is the glory of the Lord. Though the Lord be high, yet hath he respect unto the lowly, but the proud he knoweth afar off. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, thou wilt revive me. Thou wilt stretch forth thine hand against thy wrath of mine enemies, and thy right hand shall uh, save me. The Lord will perfect that which concerneth me. Thy mercy, O Lord, endureth forever. Forsake not the works of thine own hands. Reading Psalms 138. Take your text tonight. You may be seated. Now to verse 7 there from the precious Word of God. Now I'll preach tonight on, uh, usually don't preach on the beginning of revival. Uh, usually pastor preach tonight or two, three or three times, four. On revival meeting, try to get everybody stirred up and right for revival. But I want to preach tonight on revival and how bad we need it. And if we don't have it, we're going to have ruin. Amen. In our country, we're going to have revival or revolution. Amen. We're going to have revival or there's going to be a greater falling away than thou has ever been. Now, people ask me, why try to have revival in the day we live in now? I want to remind you that our God is the same yesterday and today and forever. He said, For I am the Lord and I change not. Hebrews 13 and 8 said, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. God gave revival in times past because men met the price that it takes to have old time revival. I hadn't seen too many Christians that want to have revival. When they get close to God, they have to give up the world they're in and the things they enjoy doing. And we got so busy with activities, we forgot about staying close to God and on our knees in prayer. Amen. I mean, good things can turn out bad when they become first place in your life and God becomes second place or last place in your soul. By way of introduction, I want you to know why uh, that we still have revival. Well, they say, uh, first of all, you can't get folks to come. Amen. And that's the truth. I have, I have revival at church, and uh, the ones that need it the most would never show up during revival meetings. 
maybe they'd come one night, amen, and won't want you to give them a prize for getting uh, that night, amen. And uh, then on Sunday morning, they'd walk in, and they'd be the first to stand up and say, I've been having a hard time. The devil sure has been riding me. Well, if I didn't eat but once a month, I wouldn't have strength to walk in here. Amen. I mean, folks are in the shape they're in because that's where they want to be. Amen. I mean, you can't get them to come. They've got this problem. They've got that problem. They've got this ball game. They've got this soccer game. They got cheerleading going on. They gotta buy school supplies cause school's starting and you can't hardly get them to come. I wish we had some Davids in our church. Amen. In Psalms 122 verse 1, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go unto the house of the Lord. Bible said, come before his gates with thanksgiving. And enter into his courts with praise, and forget not all of his benefits. Amen. Woo! I love to go to church. Amen. I believe God's people love church. Amen. And it's hard to get people in revival meeting in the time we live in. Secondly, it's hard to get them to participate after they get there. Amen. I mean, they think it's a sideshow, amen? We come to watch and to see what's going on. We need some folks that will not be spectators, but will be participators, amen? I mean, most Baptists remind me of a rooster we had. He is too lazy to crow, but when another crowed, he'd nod his head, amen? That's the average church you're in now, amen? I mean... Don't want to participate. Amen. Have a choir to sing. And I walk down the aisle on Sunday after Sunday school. I start the front, shake hands to the back. Reston comes in, second, third song of the choir. They can forget it. Amen. I ain't running back shaking their hand. Tell them I'm glad to see them when they're 15 minutes late. Amen. Amen. I mean, uh, that's right. And boy, I tell you, I'd come down the aisle. Choir director says, it's time to sing. Everybody come and gather in the choir. Now start down looking at folks, you know, and they'll start grabbing their throat. <coughs> you know, you can't fool me. I've been in it too long. Amen. Some of these younger fellas, you can, but you can't me. I can look in your eyeball and tell when you're putting on when it's real. Amen. And they grab their throat and say, well, uh, I'm creepy. I can't sing. All I can tell you is, Get you some house cough drops or quit smoking. Your choice. Amen. Praise God. And if you can't sing, get in the choir and fill your place and dramatize while the others sing. Amen. Thank God. We need some folks that'll get in. You need to learn how to say amen. You need how to say praise the Lord. You need to raise a hand toward heaven. And say, thank you, Lord, for your blessings on me. Woo! Hallelujah. I mean, it's a thing to participate in. Get folks stirred up and excited about being saved. Then thirdly, you can't get folks together after you get them together. Amen. Amen. 
That's right. I mean, you say, well, what's the difference in that? Well, catch your two tomcats, amen. Tie their tails together. They are together. But put them across a clothesline and they are not together, amen. And that's the way Baptists are. You get three Baptists, you're going to have three different opinions, amen. My idea, I think we ought to do this. I think we ought to do that. Listen, friend, we got more people concerned about the color of the carpet in the church than the have sinners dying going to hell. We got more people concerned about having their way and getting it done like we want it done than they have worrying about souls dying and going to hell. I don't care if I'm on a pine oil floor and a slight bench if God's there. I'm happy. Amen. It ain't your fancy churches. It ain't your carpeted floor. It ain't your padded pews that makes a difference. Amen. It's the presence of the Holy God walking in the midst of His people and the Shekinah glory of God falling. That's what makes a difference. Amen. And there's power in unity. Amen. I mean, two or three agree in my name. But we need to get together. Worlds are going to hell. And we're fighting our little individual battles. Amen. Average Baptist church down as bad as the Republicans and Democrats in the White House. And Lord, that's a disgrace to any nation. Amen. I mean, we need revival in the time we live in. Now, three reasons why we need revival I want to preach on. Number one, the social decay of our society warrants a revival. Somebody said we need more laws passed. We've got more laws now than they can read. They're in books written in volumes of law, but none of them's enforced. Amen. Criminals don't mind going to jail. They got six inch mattress. They got a room and a table to play cards on. They have color TV. They can be allowed up to $10 spending money with vending machines. Their family can bring them potato chips and, and peanuts and that to eat on. And there ain't no work to do. Who wouldn't want to be in jail? I've been thinking about robbing a piggy bank so I could get in. Amen. No responsibility, no judgment, amen. And a, and a man that's, in, that's bringing the case, he winds up the loser, and the criminals are set free. Brother laws are not going to change America. Politics are not going to change America. But if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face, and turn from their wicked way. God said, Then will I hear from heaven. I'll forgive their sin. I will heal their land. But I mean, we got social decay. Our morals have dropped to an all-time low. No convictions in the lives of people. Amen. Walmart line up to check out is worse than bedroom scenes. Amen. Hugging and a kissing in public. Dressed like a nudist colony. 
I'd be ashamed to get out in some guard that Christians wire out to a place of business. Amen. God help our soul. Amen. Live ins, live out. Marriage laws violated. Children born without legitimate fathers. Amen. Drugs on every side. Amen. It's time we got our young people back in church. Amen. Get our young men with their britches pulled back up to their belly and their hats turned around straight instead of backwards. Amen. And our young ladies that won't sell their virtue out to some guy. We need that kind of living in the day we live in now. Well, this is a wicked and godly generation we're living in now. God said in the days of Noah that man's heart was on evil continually. And it grieved God in his soul that he had made man. Amen. But I'm going to tell you, Second Timothy 3, 1. This know also in the last days, peerless time shall come. Men shall be lovers of their own self, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, heady, high-minded, truth-breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, I said despisers of those that are good, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. From such turn you away from. Bro, that's our day. We're living in careless time. Despisers, those that are good. We never lived in a day when old-fashioned preaching is hated and despised by the world like it is now. Amen, friend. Matthew 24, 38, As it was in the days of Noah, so should it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. In the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage and knew it not till the flood came and took them all away. Boy, that's the day we live in. Amen. Wicked society. Amen. Women marrying women and men marrying men. Oh, God, help me. I couldn't imagine me waking up of a morning at 5 o'clock and pulling on a bed lamp and laying beside me was a man with a tummy looked like a marshmallow with two toothpicks stuck in it hadn't shaved in four days and smelt like a hog pen. I couldn't imagine that being in the bed with me of a morning. Amen, friend. I'm telling you, it's a mark of our society. The homosexuals and lesbians of our day have climbed out of their closet and they don't want to be American. They want to have special privileges. They want your boys and girls to be like they are. And they're doing everything they can to get them to be that way. Amen. That's a mark of our day. The social decay of society. Wickedness and sin and a form of godliness. Friend, you better mark her down. Old-fashioned churches like this are on their way out. Amen. Mega churches taking over where they got the program and the games, amen. They don't want the power of God. Have a form of godliness, amen. And talking to a couple, they said, well now, Preacher Langston, our church, 
we but we going through. It's dried up and dead, and we got a speaker instead of a preacher, and we just got a little form we go through. And I said to him, I said, why don't you all get out of that? Amen. Praise God. Yeah. Hey, you don't even have to pay for an envelope. The church will mail you one. Go join somewhere. Don't cost you nothing. Amen. I said, find you a good church that's on fire for God. You know what they said, Brother James? They said we would, but Daddy and Mama's buried in the cemetery. We don't want to leave them. You know what I told them? I said, dig them up and take them with you. If they is alive, they wouldn't stay there. Amen. If they is alive, they wouldn't stay there. I ain't staying there for dead bone. I'm going to worship God in spirit and in truth. I know what it is. I've been saved too long. I've been on the journey too long. I've been blessed to God too much. And I'm not going to get in the form of godliness. But it's a social decay that's took over our land. Amen. I mean, we live in a time today when you can see about everything. Bro, there's uh, the rights and the rebellion and the right groups. Amen. Anything that will cause young ladies to pull her tops off in public is bound to be out of hell. Anything that calls you to freak your hair five different colors and it stands up like you've been scared by a grizzly bear, amen, and jump around like a bunch of monkeys on a stage, amen, smoke their pop, their dope, have no respect for God and their country, wear the flags on their britches, burn the flag, run off to another country and won't fight. I'm telling you, bro, it's out of hell, amen. And mothers and dads, you better get in your bedroom and find out what your kids are listening to. Amen. Amen. Which, uh, church, when a boy, a preacher friend of mine up at Cleveland went home, and uh, here's a girl in the seventh grade, and uh, her mother said, uh, uh, you better go upstairs and talk to her. Amen. She got some serious problems. He went up there, had a sign on the door, said, please knock before entering. <laughs> Woo! He didn't have his knocker with him. He, he pushed the door open. She said, you can't come in here without my permission. Amen. And he said, this is my house. You're my daughter. I'm feeding you. I'm clothing you. Yeah, but over at school, we got some new advice. We have our rights. And we're going to stand up for him. He said, yeah, when I get through this belt, you'll have some rights. Amen. Took the hide off of her. She come back again and the same thing. This time, he give her one that she never forgot. Amen. Friend, I'm going to tell you, you need to be in charge of your household. A lot of these men... They're like a weenie that's been boiled 30 minutes in hot water. They ain't got no backbone. They give in to their wife and their kid. It's time we need a man of God that'll stand up in our day with a backbone like a mountain lion and say, this is right because it's in the book and we're going to do it, amen, because it's in the book, amen. Well, Preacher Langston, I don't want to hurt my little daughter. Well, bless her, sweetheart. And my little boy, he's really a good boy. 
He just got with the wrong crowd. Yeah, I went and talked to the crowd he run with. And all their mothers said theirs was good till they start running with your boy. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Woo! Rights and revolutions and rebellion. Amen. I mean, drink and dance and drugs and drunkenness and AIDS and alcohol and acid and crack and cocaine and herpes and homosexual and harlots and liquor and loose living and lesbians, my friend, and abortions by the million, abuse of the, of the children, the marriage laws violated, we live in, live out, amen, adultery and fornication coming out of the church house, amen, people going to church every Sunday, worshiping God, get up on Monday, go down to the lawyer's office and sue the other for, my friend, a bad report. One man got sued by his wife and uh, she had in there several things. And the uh, lawyer brought it up and when it mounted to what it was, she divorced him for eating crackers in bed. <laughs> well, bless God, if she'd have cooked a meal once in a while, poor fellow wouldn't have had to eat potted meat and vina wieners in bed with crackers. <laughs> Preach on, preacher Langston. Amen, brother. That's right. Amen. You can find you can find a reason to leave them. You can find a reason to quit. But the society has had an impact on our young people. And marriage don't mean what it used to mean. And the lottery ticket. I watched a man in a store bought me a soft drink. I've been a cutting grass, bought a little gas for the lawnmower. Got me a little 32-ounce drink with ice, and I see him standing there. He was just scratching them all. And he scratched off the last one, come out the big curse word, throwed them in the can, and said $120 I had to take my wife to buy groceries with. What am I going to tell her? I didn't tell him because he looked pretty tough. I picked mine to fight with. Amen at my age. Amen. I didn't tell him, but here's what I said. I said, go home and tell her, I'm a fool, amen. I'm a fool. I spent money trying to get rich, and now the kid ain't got no money, amen. Got no I'm telling you, this society is a wicked, ungodly society we're living in. It's a dark time. It's dry times. It's disastrous time. It's discouraging time. And if we don't get back to God, we haven't seen the worst of it yet. Tomorrow's going to be worse than it is today. So the social decay warrants a revival. Secondly, my friend, the spiritual deadness of the saints of God warrants a revival. You ever seen such a, such a cold, dry crowd? Amen. I, I have a little fun. I say a little joke once in a while. If that offends you, you just have to get offended. That's me. Amen. Mary Hart does good like a medicine. But I preached in the pilot, and one of the members of the church, he got mad at the preacher because he had me in preaching. Amen. We're having a good meeting, people getting right with God, and the Spirit of God real in a good crowd. But he said, he believed church ought to be a solemn place. Yeah. Some of you could drink buttermilk out of a churn, amen. 
with a face as long as you've got. Amen, praise God. There's a deadness among the saints of God. There's a coldness among God's people. There's a spiritual deadness in our churches. Amen. You can preach your lungs out. You can sing. You can hoop and you'll holler. And they'll sit there and look at you. Amen. Amen. I mean a spiritual deadness of the saints of God. Where's the hallelujahs gone? Where's the amens gone? Where's the praise the Lord gone? Amen. Where's the old-fashioned shouting mothers of years ago? Amen. I tell you where a bunch of them's at. Can't get them out of their britches long enough to get them in a dress to get them in the house of God. Mm. Oh, I wish you hadn't have said that. I'm going to preach it just like I believe it. Amen. I got folks said you'd let up on the dress code and this and that and the other. We'd have more church there. We'd have more crowd. Yeah, and if I went up to Shields Watkinsfield, they'd have 107,000 up there too. But they drink their liquor and cuss and fight and fall out of the stands. Amen. We need some folks in our churches that's got some spirit and some power about them. And there's a spiritual deadness in the church today among the saints of God. Woo! Glory! Solomon built a temple. He built a scaffold seven and a half foot square, four and a half foot high. He was the head dog of the macho. Amen. He got out on that scaffold, lifted his hand toward heaven, and he prayed unto God. Woo! When he got through, the glory of God filled that place. And they couldn't even minister because of the glory of God. Well, we got a president in the, in the office tonight. Yun's have. I didn't elect him. I guess he's mine, but I, I didn't vote for him. But he's in the office, amen. He would not have the day of prayer. Amen. Amen. But he invited the homosexuals in. And the Muslims had their day in the White House. My God, what's going to happen to America? We've got a deadness among the saints. No amens. No ha- There's a stillness in the pew. Amen. There's a quietness among God's people. lady told me, she said, well, I'm just not emotional. I said, I realize that, ma'am. I heard you calling your kids at 5 o'clock for supper tonight. You sure ain't emotional. But you've got a louder mouth than you use in church. Yep. Amen. Yep. Hey, Billy! Get up here! I'm on a bus going! And go to church. You couldn't hear a mumble. They won't give a sound. Amen. Because they have no spirit, no power of God. We need some spirit in the house of God. There's a spiritual deadness going through our congregation. Amen. Amen. I mean, need to get on fire for God. Lady going to church, and she said to her pastor, she said, Pastor, I like your preaching. You're a Bible preacher, but I don't like some of the things you do. He said, like what? She said, like shouting and hooping and jumping like a kicking mule and all that. said, I don't like that. Said I, I'm I'm more reserved. I believe church ought to be a holy place. And besides that, I don't see no need of it. So two weeks went by, and he said to her one night, "Could you go over to the house? 
after church prayer meeting night. Yeah, she said. He said, my wife baked a cake. We got some salt drinks. And we just want to have about 10, 15 minutes fellowship. Oh, she said, that'd be great. So he went over there. They had cake and he had Coke. He said, you got about 10 more minutes? She said, I have. He said, uh, let's step in the den. And he went in the den. And he said, sit down there in that uh, catnapper chair. You know, get real comfortable good. And so he flipped on the video. She had a five-year-old son playing t-ball. Now, I don't know about t-ball. But they say you got three strikes. If you miss it, you put it on a tee. And then you got three strikes to hit it. And you got a circle out there drawn from one line left field over to the right line. And the ball's got to go by there before it's counted good. Now, that's what they tell me. And she said they pitched him three strikes. He missed all three of them. Put the ball on the tee. He swung at it and hit the tee. And the ball rolled off. Put another one up there. Hit it and it rolled off. Last strike. Hit the ball. It rolled that far past that line. The little boy grabbed it up. Throwed it into right field. Boy run from first to second. Right fielder throwed it into left field. Run from second to third. Left fielder got it. Throwed it in the dugout. The little boy went home. Touched base. She is three benches up in the seat. She jumped over three. Run around the batting cage. Picked him up in her eye and said, My little boy hit a home run. He's a Babe Ruth. And it didn't go 11 foot. My God, what's wrong with America? When you can get more excited about a little league t-ball than you can about serving God and souls going to hell. You need to find you an altar and get right with God. There's something wrong with you. Amen. Woo! Preach on. Yeah. Bothers me that down there on Sunday with them too. Teacher, you ain't teaching a class to me spending Sunday down at the ball field. I let my piano stay vacant like it does sometimes. Amen. But I ain't playing with them that goes to the ball game and leaves them out. Held a meeting in Tampa, Florida. And the man Monday night, Brother Ray Lindsay's pastor, we had a, they had good choir singing. Man, I mean, it was a blessing and special singing. I went back Tuesday night. It didn't have no choir singing. Had a little song or two. Dry as last year's bird's nest. Amen. One little old song try to preach. I said at the meeting, I said, Preacher, where's the song leader at? He said, His little girl, now hang on, fasten your seatbelt. His little girl, six year old, is a cheerleader for a little basketball team. And they played tonight, and he went to watch his little girl cheerlead. Bring me a, ga- a basket so I can gag in it, will you? Get me a gag bag. I feel sick. Amen. Anybody follow their kid, leave revival out, parent leading us singing in your church, men dying, going to hell, and a world down at the ball field with a cheerleader girl. I didn't care if mine made all America or not. I wanted mine to be saved and live for God. That's all that's going to count. Being right with God, you better put that down, friend, because you're going to be tested and tried, and it's going to bring a stillness in the house of God. Amen. Not only is there stillness in the pew, but there's strife in the hearts of people. I've never seen as much hatred and bitterness and strife 
and backbiting and criticizing and grumbling and complaining and belly aching as there is the time we live in now. Amen. 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 We're trying to get a new building started. We'll put a petition down the middle. We'll put two units in it. I'm going to put one side 65, and we'll put the other side 80. And I'm going to say choose sides, and ain't no change in no thermostat. I go to church, I got something sitting there like this. They bring a blanket and wrap up. Temperature sitting on 74. I got some others back there. Preacher, turn the thermostat down. I said, honey, quit working that arm so fast. You're getting hotter instead of cooler. Don't you folks know that? Don't you know that works up steam? Amen. Amen. Bitterness in their heart. Hatred. Oh, say bad things about people. Ugly words come out of their mouth. Got an ill spirit about them. No compassion. No kindness. No love. Preacher don't matter what he preaches on. It ain't never the right sermon. Yeah. Well, if I was the preacher. Well, you ain't, so just zip it up. Amen. Ain't that good preaching? I said you ain't, so zip it up. One man said, if I was the preacher, I'd do this and that. I said, well, why don't you ask God to call you? I know some places looking for a pastor. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Woo! I can just see him marching out of two of them old seasoned deacons. That's done run all 45 preachers. <laughs> I can see him walking there and say, Hey, I got some things in mind for this church. About two services, he looked like a skinned rabbit. <laughs> Amen. 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 Get that old stuff out of your heart. You can't love everybody. What are you going to do when you get to heaven? Old time religion makes you love everybody. Make you love your wife and not your neighbor's wife. Make you love your kids. Make you kids love your mom and daddy. Make you love your preacher. Make you pray for one another. It'll get you on speaking terms when you get right with God. But we got too much of it in the church. Amen. Too many people got hard feelings. They won't never get rid of them. Well, I got my feelings hurt. Fooey, fooey. Mine's so tough, you can't hurt mine. I don't care what you say. You can't say what I ain't already heard said. And you can't do what I ain't already seen do. So forget it. Amen. Strife in the hearts of people. Stillness in the pew. Sin breaking out in their life. If I read Psalm 66, 60, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. Isaiah 59, 1, the Lord's arms not short, they can't save, and His ears not heavy, can't hear. But your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid God's face from you that the Lord will not hear. Well, preacher, you know, I'd rejoice if it wasn't for so-and-so, I'm going to rejoice anyhow. man told me, said, if it wasn't for my deacons, I'd preach. I said, what they got to do with it? 
I'm like Jim Seaton. And I'm touching God. I can preach sitting on the devil's belly. That's right. Yeah. While he pumps up and down, just give me an hour to preach on. Yes, sir. <laughs> Quit excusing yourself. Right. Yeah. Amen. Get sin out of your life. Right. God's yeah. still real. Yes, sir. Don't blame everybody else for your right. failure. Yeah. Well, I ain't got the help I'm supposed to have. They ain't done this and they ain't done that. Listen, friend. Your husband don't ever come to church. You're obligated to live for God. Amen. Your wife, my friend's a mess at home. You're obligated to live for God. You've got a Bible. You've got access to prayer. You've got you a church. You've got you a preacher. You've got some friends that will help you. And if you want to live for God, you can. And if you want to blame everybody else, you can. And just die spiritually because sin gets in your life. Yeah, it'll rob you. Amen. Yeah. Amen. It ain't taking off a little three-piece outfit and putting on a dress. That ain't what makes you holy. It ain't coming off the job with blah, 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 four-letter words and cussing and putting you on a little few little Bible words and walking into church. God knows the sins in the heart. Man, I'm telling you, when sin gets rid of, I ain't never seen a day like it in my life, brother, when open sin will invade your church. Amen. I had a young lady, and she said uh, she'd lived with her husband, had a seven-year-old boy, got saved, and I said, uh, uh, didn't know about it, and I found out about it. She told one of the ladies, the lady said, you better tell Brother Langston, quick, I'm going to tell him. So they come and told me, and I met with her, and I said, listen, you're living with that boy and ain't married, got a seven-year-old boy? I said, I'm going to give you two weeks to get it straightened out. And in that two weeks, you ain't going to sing the choir. You can't get up and testify. You can't be an example to our young people. Amen. And so she come back after two weeks and said, my husband said marriage wasn't nothing but a piece of paper. She was drawing an SI check because, SSI check because she had a bad hand and said if we got married, she couldn't draw that anymore. And she refused to get married. I said, I'm sorry. You can't participate in our church. You can come. You sat that night and you never come back. Somebody said, you're cruel. No, I ain't. No, I ain't. You bring quartets in here to sing they, they're sinners. Ain't right with God. You're bringing abomination upon your church. Amen. And they got these singing groups, quartets. They'll tell you two or three of them ain't saved, but they're singing for God. You can't sing the Lord's song if you ain't redeemed. Y'all gonna be a hypocrite. Amen. We need some folks in our church that will be gun barrel straight and good for God. And if you've got sin in your life, you need to stay out of the limelight till you get it took care of. Amen. Woo! Preach on. I'm preaching on sin gets in your life. Separate. Amen. You ever blame your wife for something that's your fault? You don't have to answer that. As a, as a, as the judge said, strike that last remark from the record. Amen. <laughs> yeah, take that off, brother. Mark that record. You ever done that? Yeah, I have. I have. I blamed. I blamed her. Wasn't nothing she'd done. It's me. I blamed people at the church. Wasn't them. It's me. Can't nobody keep you mountain fellowship with God but you. Amen. I'm going to walk in here and shout and praise God and have myself a time. Me and old dad here is going to leave praising God, ain't we, dad? 
Hallelujah, brother. Amen. I mean, a stillness in the pew. Last of all, sinners are doomed unless we have a revival. Psalm 51, 12, Bible said, Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. Then sinners shall be converted, and transgressors shall be shown thy way. When the old church gets right, and Christians get right, the old sinner will have a drawing power about him. We don't have enough drawing power in our church to reach sinners. Amen! They're doomed without revival! Sinners are doomed to hell. You know what got you saved? Holy Ghost conviction. Now there's a spirit to worship in, but there ain't no convicting power. They were living. Had a missionary with me last night, Roger Tooley in England. He preached on the blood. Preached as good a message on the blood you'll ever hear in your life. Had a young boy sitting back there, he's about twelve. Talked to him. He don't don't seem to understand, don't seem to know, don't seem to care. Got a young lady about fourteen. She went to the altar three years ago. Prayed and prayed and prayed, never could feel like God saved her. She's still there. Another girl. I got her driver's life, a 15-year-old. They drive down from Kingston. Mother plays the piano. Sitting out in the congregation. No more concern than anything in the world. Men preaching on without the blood. Men die and go to hell. Sinners are doomed if we don't have revival. You know why? They don't see enough God in the life of Christians to make them want to be saved. I believe they're doomed unless we have revival. I really do. Let me tell you this and I'll be through. When I was a young boy, they had two weeks revival. If a mouse didn't come through, nothing moved. They still went two weeks. They preached about eight nights to the church, didn't even give altar calls. People come down to altar, saints did, and got there and prayed. And they got up hugging one another, loving one another, and telling them to pray and love them. And when they come down, sinners were left standing back in the pew. They knew who they was. Saints are down there praying. Amen. My grandmother prayed about eight days. She come out there one night, throwed a bonnet one way and a songbook on the other way. And she said, I've heard from heaven God's going to send revival. Meeting broke out in that church. It went on three weeks. and went down to the schoolhouse. Had a one-room school, five classes in one room. School, they went there and had meeting of the morning in church up there at the house of God that night. Men tied their teams up in the field and come for that morning service and went home and eat dinner and plowed at 6 o'clock. Put their teams up and come back to church. And God saved people everywhere. They got saved. Didn't have no announcement. Didn't have no flyers. Didn't have anything. But had the Holy Ghost power of God got in that building. And the Holy Ghost of God convicted people. And I got under conviction. So instead of sitting back so I'd be back there as a sinner when the altar call was given, I moved up the front seat. Smart, buddy. I figured it out. I set up for the rest of them saints. When all the call was given, they all come down and start praying. I was already down there. <laughs> Amen. But my sister, she died 59 years old. She pulled to me and put her arm around me. She said, Jim, don't you feel like it's about time you're getting saved? My heart was beating so fast you couldn't have registered. And I said, no, not now, no, no, I don't feel it. My heart condemned me. I didn't last two weeks. I melted like a snowball in July. I heard that when I went home that night. I heard my sister saying, Jim, 
Don't you think it's about time you was getting saved? And I couldn't wait till I got back to church. I made it a week, and on Tuesday, the second week, I found me inside Mother's little old singing the sewing machine on a three-room house. I got on my knees, and I said, God, if you don't save me, I'm going to hell. You know why? There's something in that church that got a hold of me. Grandma got up and shouted and praised God and raised them hands, them little old feet about that far off the floor, just to shouting around, higher coming down, higher pins are falling everywhere, praising God. Got a hold of my heart. You know what I said, preacher? I said, God, when I get saved, give me what Grandma's got. And when I got saved, I didn't know it, but you didn't have but one kind. So I happened to get that same kind she got. And I'm subject to have spells just like she did. You know why? Because the power of God was in there. We don't get some spirit in our churches. We don't get some gospel tracks. Get out here knocking on some doors. Get out of our easy chairs. Amen. Get out of our other places where we're going. People are going to die and go to hell. We're going to have to answer to God. I want every head bowed and every eye closed. I don't know how long I've preached tonight. Just preach what God laid on my heart. But I really got a burden tonight for revival people's heart. Psalm 126, 5, They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. Verse 6, He that goeth forth weeping, bearing place of seed, shall doubtless come again rejoicing, bringing the seed with him. The Bible said in Luke 19, 41, He beheld the city, He wept over it. Children going to hell. Homes separating. And we can't even pray. Man, problems you can't count on your hands. We can't even pray. Wonder how many of you tonight get up out of your seat and say, Brother Langston, I, I want I want to really be something for God. I want this spiritual deadness out of my heart. Oh, preacher, I want the power to fall. Ain't no joy in captivity and ain't no joy in carnality. Rivers of Babylon they wept and they remembered Zion. Pride's robbed.